Good afternoon. Welcome to Join Us Today. We're coming to you live from our studios in Kokom Lemle. We're on DTT because we're free to wear on DSTV channel 421 and Go TV channel 125. We are a home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Coming up this afternoon, Minority warns 220 million budgeted to deal with floods caused by Kusumbu Dam spillage is woefully inadequate, stressing it is just drop in an ocean. We have details as the caucus argue that budget fails to address investments in roads and other capital projects. We'll take you live to Parliament. Also, the business community unhappy with finance minister's silence on scrapping of the redundant taxes in 2024 fiscal budget as they vow to pass on the cost to consumers. When businesses have so been overtaxed, it is not fair. Now we don't have any reliefs, and the natural thing is to pass on the cost to the consuming public. I found your leadership as extremely inspirational. Words of Chief Justice Gertrude Tokono as she lauds the IGP Dr. Dampari for transforming the Ghana Police Service. More as the IGP assures his administration will accept constructive criticism for a positive change. Uh, I have found uh, your leadership of the police extremely inspirational. Uh, I think it's only a very blind person who would not have noticed. Plus, First Lady Theresa Kufour goes home. We've been bringing you their final funeral rites, which took place at the forecourt of the State, of the state House. My name is Aisha Brian. We're also live on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and X Spaces via Join News on TV. My personal handle is at Banana Aisha. Please stay for details. <laughs> Many thanks for choosing us. The minority in Parliament says government's allocation of 220 million cities to address the crisis caused by the spillage of the Akosombo Dam is not enough. According to Minority Chief Whip Governance Kwame Aboja, the extent at which the destruction caused by the floods requires significant fin- financial commitment to bring life into the affected communities. If I imagine the fact that for NDC and some people who we have spoken to, we have the contributions we've done already, I can put a figure to it about 15 million Ghana cities. That's food items and other things. 220 million Ghana cities. What is it supposed to do? Is it supposed to rebuild the schools, the hospitals, resettle teachers and I mean key workers who have been displaced? repair roads, what is this supposed to do? So that money is woefully inadequate for to do anything. Um, I wish we could have more comprehensive discussion about this to because it's not going to be a one-off uh, thing to deal with it. If this is just for the relief uh, part of the work, fine. But if it's supposed to be a part of reconstruction, rehabilitation and compensation, then it's a drop in the, in, in the ocean. I'm also seriously concerned that Despite the fact that we have seen a lot of damage in places like Keta and Anglogan and then, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, K2 South, uh, uh, Flower & Co., 
the abridged version of the budget we've seen, which he read, didn't say anything about it. the sea defense from Adan all the way to uh, to Abao, uh, which is a very big concern because it's not about those people. It's about the entire coastline of our country. So I'm very disappointed about the fact that I didn't see anything about that. Whilst the problems he created were not created by him solely, it was created with the blessing of the, the, the Dr. Baumia, who is the chairman of the, how do you call it, the economic management team. Dr. Baumia curiously decided not to follow him to parliament today. The governor of Bank of Ghana also decided not to follow him. They've left him to hang out and dry because they are pretending that all the problems are here. So I can't see anything. I heard him saying this is victory. Uh, the only way I can see victory in this budget is if the corruption index is reducing. According to the minority chief, who is also MP for Adaklu, government failed to address its huge indebtedness to contractors, which has seen so many capital projects stalled around the country. Also, didn't see anything in the budget that suggests the government is committed to paying the billions they owe road contractors currently. Uh, 80% of them who are not on site because they've raised certificates and they've not been paid. And the, the road minister, who has been diligent to parliament, always say that the contractors are not on site because they raise certificate, they've not been paid. If they pay them, they'll come to, to site. I also noticed, curiously, the Sino-Hydro project, the phase one, which used to be 10 projects, has shrunk into seven. I am extremely angry that the, that the finance minister did not say anything about the suspension of the construction of the DOG headquarters and sending that money to La. Now that they are claiming the La General Hospital will now be only 50 million uh, euros, we could have taken part of the 250 million dollars money for the, 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 the Bank of Ghana headquarters to go and complete that. Is the finance minister telling me that to choose between the healthcare of La people? Now he's saying that project is under GOG. Everybody knows when they say a project is under GOG, it's on life support. Because they will try and say, and I can predict, they will find some money for the contractor between today and Tuesday and compel him to go to the site. As of when he gets paid, again, it's another matter. I don't see government having 50 million euros easily to complete that project. So the budget is very lacking on the substance. What are you going to do to curtail corruption? Not much said about corruption. What are you going to do to reduce government expenditure? The size of government. Another thing, we can't see anything about that. What are you going to do to pay contractors so that they can go to site and pay, well, I mean, their staff? There's nothing much about that. There's nothing about the overbloated size of government and other things. So I think that the, the, the finance minister could have done better. Meanwhile, the business community and traders are unhappy with the finance minister, Ken Furiata's silence on scrapping redundant taxes in the 2024 fiscal budget. The traders earlier expressed concern about the impacts of COVID-19 health recovery and special import levies on the cost of doing business, asking for it to be removed. But it was absent among the rafts of tax reliefs announced by the finance minister. Guta President Dr. Joseph Obing says they will be compelled to pass on the cost of the taxes to consumers. He spoke on PM Express with Evans Mensah. Because we, 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 we demanded that the COVID levy should be removed. It's a nuisance that there's not um, a nuisance than the COVID levy. 
It came to solve a, a, a specific purpose, and it's out of the table. It should be taken out of the table. It's but, as simple as that. But, but Doc, remember, yeah. you remember that government accumulated some COVID-related debt. That debt needs to be cleared. Yeah, but we also know that some funds also came. And, we, um, uh, and then we also know that the COVID and the pandemic came to destroy businesses. Have you also taken that into consideration and that um, 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 the, the pandemic that has come to destroy businesses, we impose um, um, levies on it? There's no precedent anywhere in the world. Do you have any precedent? And those countries, do they not have an uh, incurred cost in combating the uh, uh, pandemic? No. We have to be, uh, 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 we, 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 we have to weigh and decide the issues properly. Mark Bedouabwaje, who is also CEO of the Ghana National Chamber of Commerce, describes the 2024 budget as uninspiring. I think that these tax relief are narrow-based and not going to have any significant impact on the cost of doing business in 2024 because it's just only few and selected companies that will largely uh, benefit from, from that. Because if you look at the proportion of those who are manufacturing these key items, like sanitary pad and also African print, they are just very small. Mm-hmm. What we were expecting is a tax relief that will have broad-based and significant impact on the larger part of the manufacturing company. All the things that we ask for. We have said that if they want to rake in more revenue, they have to reduce the rate to 0.5. And I think people will even pay without knowing. They need revenue. They, we are giving them ways that we think that they should be able to uh, get those revenue. We also made a significant um, input. I mean, the, our VAT structure is not helping. So we ask that they merge, they convert the straight line. Uh, uh, levies, the NHIL, and that of the GET Fund, mm. that 5%, 2.5, 2. 2.5, that translates into direct cost to businesses. They should convert it back to the standard VATs and then merge all these VATs and then we also reduce it. Meanwhile, Minority Leader Dr. Katiela Tofosin says the minority will reject the approval of the 2024 budget if government fails to address concerns raised about tax waivers granted by the finance ministry. What finance committee as we speak? Have you managed to reach any of these companies? Um, so we met some of them at the committee and we in the NDC opposed it. They didn't and, justify and, this and to your satisfaction? We've done background work, and I can assure you that 50% of these companies, they have already finished the work that they are claiming tax exemption from. If 50% is an understatement, touch wood, we in the NDC will not support this tax policy. What they have done today, by introducing tax exemption, uh, new taxes worth 11 billion Ghana cities, is insensitive. In fact, it's most cruel and it shows that this government is out of touch with the realities of the people. I mean, it is already here. Mm-hmm. They, they are in parliament as we speak. 
In fact, they are before the finance committee and they are begging us to approve it. And we are saying no, so we will not reject, approve it. You're going to reject all that? We have already rejected it. Would it come for a vote? And when it comes to the floor, we are voting against it. At the committee level, have you, have you already decided? In fact, they, they have not put a question for the vote yet because they saw our mood. And so they are scared to put it to vote. And if they had put it, any of them to proper vote, they would have lost it and they would have to redraw it. So they are yet to put it to vote, but all of them has been discussed. Let's take you live to the forecourt of the State House where the body of uh, the uh, late uh, Theresa Kufo, former First Lady, is being uh, laid to rest. <laughs>
the late Theresa Kofor, former first lady. Theresa Kofor had been a devoted companion of former President Kofor throughout their 61 years of marriage. She was a member of a well-known family from Odumase in the Bono region, a retired nurse and midwife. She lived most of her working life in the UK after her studies at the Radcliffe Infirmary, Oxford, and Paddington General Hospital in London. She qualifies as a state-certified midwife with a certificate in premature nursing. She was the last born of her parents. The funeral actually continues in the Ashanti region throughout the weekend. May her soul rest in perfect peace. Let's get on to other stories. Just... Uh, Chief Justice Justice Getrude Tokono has described the administration of Inspector General of Police, Dr. George Akufo-Dampari, as extremely inspirational. According to her, he has not only transformed the police service, but has also rebranded it to the admiration of other public institutions, including the judiciary. Is however urging the IGP and his team to continue with the good work in keeping Ghana safe while assuring the judiciary support in ensuring law and order in the country. More in this report by Samuel Mbura. It will be recalled that the IGP Dr. George Akufudan Pare two months ago was dragged to Parliament's ad hoc committee over an alleged plot by his officers to remove him from office. The officers accused him of not properly managing the service and were allegedly scheming to remove him. But the Chief Justice, Justice Gertrude Tokono, who was speaking during an engagement between members of the Police Management Board and the Judicial Service, said it is only those who are bent on accentuating on the negatives that are not seen as good works. I must say that uh, I have found uh, your leadership of the police extremely inspirational. Uh, I think it's only a very blind person who would not have noticed how much you have achieved in such a short time to rebrand the image of the police, to uh, reinforce what we ought to have known from the beginning, that the police is, is, is a source of integrity, is a source of protection, is a source of help rather than the source of destruction. Um, your institution and my institution have suffered the same fate in, in, in uh, an apparent lack of um, trust from the society. 
The Inspector General of Police, Dr. George Akufudampari, in response, has assured that his administration is not out to defend its mistakes if there are any, but ready to receive constructive criticisms for a positive change in the Ghana Police Service. Because of the recent time, we at the administration now come to one realization that we need two important things to make the difference we want to make for becoming the best institution in the country and a reference point for the rest of Africa and beyond. And those two things, within that, is a sense of guilt and a sense of shame. When we have these two senses, it, makes, it means that it helps us to know the things that we are doing right and the things that we are doing wrong. And then with a sense of guilt, knowing that what we have done is wrong, and we shame associated with it, we may be mindful not repeating it next time. And it will take only the people we serve to draw our attention to these things. And when their attention, our attention are drawn to them, then we'll be in a position to learn from them. The engagement with the Chief Justice and the Judicial Service forms part of ongoing stakeholder engagements as the IGP leads his top security chiefs to meet and discuss matters relating to public safety, especially at a time the festive season approaches and the political events are heating up for election 2024. The aim is to ensure all Ghanaians are protected and opens up with the police to volunteer information to clamp down on crime in the country. Samuel Mbura, Joy News. Well, in the midst of the illegal mining destruction across the country, citizen resistance is emerging in some communities. One of those is Atronsu in Bibiene and Miasobekwai municipality. Residents are leading a crusade against any form of mining to protect their farms and the beautiful forest and water sources in that community. This is captured in the concluding part of Poison for Gold, a documentary produced by Erastus Asaridonko. Here I sit. Atronsu is a small farming community in the Bibiani and Nyasobekwai municipality. It is home to this beautiful forest and its serene water source, the Atronsu stream. Perhaps this is one of the most cleanest water sources flowing through a very green, serene forest on my trail across Ghana. This is so clean, you can drink it. And this is the lifeblood of the farmers, the cocoa farms, pepper growing farms, other farms across this community. Series of attempts have been made to give this land out for community mining schemes, but the community says no. 80-year-old Georgina Awotri and others want any form of mining to be resisted. Did you say you were bringing community mining here? These young ones are the reason we live and work. The mining will bring teenage pregnancy and true. 
and see. The children will not go to school. Look at the devastation caused by mining on the Dunka Road. Look at how the buildings have been affected. Look at the polluted water bodies. Children are drowning in pits. We are saying we don't want any community mining. Give us better jobs, not mining. If the government wants peace, they should reconsider the decision to bring mining here. We don't want it. Patrick Jaffet, <laughs> residents are in court fighting to prevent the destruction of this green ecosystem. If it is community mining, at least it is the community members who are to engage in it. But here is the case, we said uh, two companies, Gido Mining Company, Aramzad Company, they are from somewhere that we don't know. The address can be found in Kumase. So how come it is community? And my brothers and those who love the town we are fighting even i will say again if they will kill us one by one we shall fight until they stop what they want to do President Ekofodo has described former President John Mahama's quest to return to power as deceitful. He says it is impossible for John Mahama to assume a new leadership posture when voted as president in December 2024. Nana Ekofodo believes voting for the former president will further stifle development in the country. He spoke at the inauguration of a library named after him in the Bantama constituency. Nana Aojima has more. According to the president, the government of the National Democratic Congress under John Mahama failed to deliver on its mandate. He believes there is no evidence that the former president would do better when voted again. Nana Kufuado therefore cautions the electorates against falling for what he terms as deceptions. <laughs> We are going to the polls again. The one who couldn't perform has returned as a changed person seeking for votes. How do you do that? You have given the mandate, but you couldn't perform. How do you return claiming you have changed? You haven't. You are only trying to deceive us. Will you agree to vote for him? We won't do that. The president wants the electorate to eschew tribal and religious differences and vote Dr. Mahmoud Baumia for his competence. He also campaigned for a second term for the Bantama MP, Francis Asensobwache. The vice president, Mahmoud Baumia, MP before, Asensobwache. 
The NPP have elevated Dr. Mahmoud Bahomia to take my place as flag bearer. I'm pleading with everyone not to disturb the party. In this country, we don't care about your tribe or religion. All that matters to us is an individual competence, truthfulness and hard work. Those are the factors we consider to vote. Also, it will hurt me for the Bantima constituency to throw Asenso out of parliament. The MP constructed the community library and technology hub for the Bantama community, the facility named after Nanad Dankwa Kufuado. to help every community get a library and technology hub. Yeah, making sure say, community be a community library and technology hub. For Joy News, Nanaya Ochima Kumasi. The Bono East Region Secretariat of the NDC is accusing the ruling NPP of abandoning major road projects in the region. We'll take a break on Joy News uh, today. When we return, we'll bring you business. Welcome back to the rest of our story. Junior high school students are lamenting pressure associated with a decision by GES to reverse the former academic calendar, which took off September this year and in same month next year. Some of the students say they are unable to adequately prepare for both internal and external exams due to limited space and time to complete the syllabus. They are also concerned about the extra cost of tuition their parents have had to incur to help them catch up to ease the pressure. Their mates who are unable to get themselves extra tuition are lacking downhill. Benjamin has been interacting with some of these students and filed this report. Gideon Adongo is a junior high school graduate. He wrote BEC this year. Gideon says it was tough for him to write the exam. 
He said he and his mates had a very short period to revise and prepare adequately for the final exams when they were promoted to Form 3. Looking at the time, it was tough. It was tough, yes. So you couldn't get, like, let me say, a one year yeah. gap as it used to be to so pay. So you had roughly about seven months. So was there any pressure? How did it affect your preparation towards the bees? Yeah, as for the pressure, yes. Because looking at from January to August, um, like, I don't know how to put it. The preparation, it was tough because me covering some of the topics, I couldn't. So I have to learn overnight. I don't sleep. And I even feel sick because of that. Uh, we met some questions we didn't even know. The cost of getting extra tuition to be able to complete all topics put a number of their mates at a disadvantage because of their inability to afford. Others were also concerned about teachers' exhaustion. They don't have the means to attend extra classes, but they are also performing well. Others, they are going downhill. Yes, I used to have a lot of time to learn and all these things. But now, after each week, there is a test or something. But first, we can go to school for like two weeks or three weeks before we happen to write our meetings. But now, GHSCs, we are only attending school just for 12 weeks. And each week, we, each day, we can write papers, like we can write five papers. The students are convinced the situation for a change of academic calendar would not arise anymore in the future. Apart from the fact that it's negatively affecting the academic performance, it denies them of fully enjoying every aspect of the academic plan. This, they feel, will not give them a holistic educational exposure. Benjamin yes reports read to you. We'll take a break on joining you today when we return this business. Every day, people have money emergencies. I need my school emergency. Mommy, chop money. money emergency. 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 Catch it. I'm your rent. Emergency. Now, there's a new emergency number in town. More money, more money, challenge and enjoyment. At the top five, we got. Dial star 770 hash for all your money emergencies. Dial star 770 hash for money emergencies and get easy and quick access to your money, loans, and other banking needs. Echo Bank.
Kittyvite Multivitamin Tonic contains all the essential vitamins and nutrients needed for the healthy development of children from age 1 to 12 years. Also available, Kittyvite Multivitamin Drops for babies under 12 months. Grow strong, grow healthy with Kittyvite. Distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Hi, welcome to business. My name is Daryl Kwao. Government has been entreated to focus more on improving local enterprises to consolidate its industrialization agenda. According to the Director General for Management Development and Productivity Institute, Bernice Ajay, this is significant to ensure sustainability. She spoke to Joy Business at the launch of Phase 3 of the Sustaining Competitive and Responsible Enterprises Program. The Sustaining Competitive and Responsible Enterprises is an ILO global program that seeks to improve productivity and working conditions in small and medium enterprises. The key intervention of the global program is a training which combines practical classroom sessions with in-factory consulting. Score training demonstrates the best international practices in the manufacturing and services sector and help SMEs to participate in global supply chains. According to the Director General, these enterprises need more advisory services. It's actually very fulfilling because uh, the impact this core program is having on the enterprises. You know that in Ghana, 80% of the enterprises or the businesses are all small and medium scale. And so the, when you see the impact on how the transformation goes, it's very, very fulfilling and exciting. And on top of that, without the uh, SCORE program, we cannot achieve the industrialization agenda for the nation, which is to you know, build up our industries. And it is through best practices. And so what SCORE gives the enterprises is how to be competitive and how to sustain uh, your business. It's a continuous learning a process. And so we are excited how the German um, government through GIZ is funding these um, projects. We started in Accra and then moved to Kumasi Central Region and now happy to tell you that we are in the north now. And a lot of the processes that goes on sometimes we leave out some of the regions so we've been pushing to go to the north. And now we are actually going even further after this project. We're going more to the northern part, and then we're going to Volta region. We'll be going to OT region. And so what I tell the enterprises who call is that everybody should exercise patience, and we are coming. The SCORE program was launched in 2011 in Ghana with funding from the State Secretariat for Economic Affairs and the Norwegian Agency for Development Cooperation. 
Now, Development Bank Ghana has announced a game-changing recommendation to support Ghana's effort to achieve food security, among other economic benefits. Speaking at a DBG value chain dissimulation workshop, the bank's chief economist and head of economic research department, Dr. Kwapno Pong, said the objective is to unplug the identified bottlenecks along the critical paths of the value chains of rice, maize, soya and poultry sectors. Food imports are responsible for about half of food inflation in Ghana, with high import volumes of staple food items, particularly rice, sugar and poultry, the effects of the cost of living on the average citizen cannot be underestimated. In light of this, Development Bank Ghana and its key partners undertook deliberate efforts, including the multi-stakeholder workshops, to unravel the issues in order to be able to address market failures and critical food supply chains of maize, soya, poultry and rice. Speaking to Joy Business at the Value Chain Dissimulation Workshop, DBG's Chief Economist and Head of Economic Research Department, Dr. Kwabnao Pony Frimpong, said its game-changing recommendations will unplug the identified bottlenecks in the value chain. This year, for example, they've officially written to us that they've adopted all the recommendations that you have put forward. They've written to us, uh, our CEO, uh, Keduka. So I believe the next stage of uh, discussion will go on. We have set up also an implementation committee, which this year we are working on the scope of work and all of that. He said the Ghana Commodity Exchange needs a massive reform to ensure food security in the country. This is a national security issue. Food is a national security issue. So again, government can come in. And again, DBG, maybe after a lot of internal deliberation, we can probably also figure out a way in which we can support GCX. But one thing is clear. GCX needs all the support it can get to make our food security issue go away or minimize it. That is incontrovertible. We have to do it. Which way we do it, we have to put our heads together, but you have to get it done. Meanwhile, Director of Agribusiness at Gessel, Samuel Yeboah, pledged their commitment to double their support in the agri-value chain to ensure food sufficiency in the country. We are looking at doubling this performance over years, I mean every year, to ensure that more support is given to the agricultural sector to be able to produce more to become self-sufficient in food production in the country. DBG, in the meantime, is optimistic its recommendations and other proposals will be implemented in due course. For Joy Business, Pios Kujubaka. And that's it for the segment. Sports is up next. Don't go anywhere. That's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow. It has a working surface on it. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see S-I-N-T-E-S. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is so true, my daughter. 
but its father is too spoiled. That's not true. But why? Why? <laughs> Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? The 2023 Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair is more than an exhibition. It's the gateway to your dream home. Don't miss this chance to make informed decisions about every aspect of your living space. Join us at the Accra International Conference Center from Thursday, November 23rd to Sunday, November 26th, 2023. This year, we are diving into the theme of home ownership, exploring the nuances between affordability, comfort, and luxury. We are bringing everything housing under one roof just for you. See you there. The Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair is in partnership with Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank, and powered by the Plant City Extension Project from Citizen Habitats, Rent to Own, and sponsored by Elegant Homes and General Constructions Limited, where quality meets value. Global Lighting, your solution to quality lighting. Syntex Tank, air strong, air tough. Springfield Estates, where dreams are built. Virtual Security, Complete Security Solution. DBS, your roof experts. Virtual InfoSec Africa, Security Solutions by Design. Alphabet City, the ABC of Home Sweet Home. St. Gobain Weber, Jiprock, Prorock, Placo, Isover. Making the world a better home. Clifton Homes, beautiful homes, wise investments. The Kissington Heights, Airport City, Kumasi, by HDG Homes Limited. That's your sports now. On join you today with me, Muftao Nabila Abla, former chief executive officer of Kumasi Asante Kotoko. Herbert Mensah has called on supporters of the club to be calm despite the horrendous start to the season by the Porcupine Warriors. According to him, the leadership of the club are probably putting in place the right structures that would ensure that they are able to compete for honors. He spoke on the pulse with Elton Brobby. You know, when you, you love a, a club and you love a sport, it will always be in your blood. And um, uh, Kumasi Asante Kotoko has provided me with some of the most beautiful, uh, heartwarming, as well as painful points uh, in my life. So, mm. But one thing I've learned is that after all of these years, Kotoko will always be Kotoko. This situation, I believe that those in charge must have a solution. That's why they've been given custodian ship of the club, and they should bounce out of it. I've always believed that Kotoko is bigger than the domestic league, and I believe that uh, the leadership should really be looking at conquering Africa, not in the position that it is in. So I would hope that it is just a phase that they are going through, and that very soon we can see the way out, as we saw 
with Arsenal. We've seen with your team, Liverpool, in the past. Uh, right. Have their downs and they then come up and then they do very well. But I think when you have more than 10, 12 million people following a football club, the expectations are very high. And to be too low in the league is not acceptable to the average supporter. I would hope that they they look. I'm sure they must be. Kotoko cannot be running rudderless. I'm sure they must have some plans in place. And as supporters, we have to wait and see if those plans will bring the success of what Kotoko really deserves. The Black Stars will hold its final training session later today ahead of the FIFA World Cup 2026 qualifier against Madagascar on Friday. The senior national team is expected to train at the Bavayara Sports Stadium at 5 p.m. And the head coach, Chris Hilton, will hold a press conference at 5.30 p.m. Madagascar, they will hold their training session at 4 p.m. And their press conference will be at 4.50 p.m. They are holding their training session at 4 p.m. because per the FIFA regulations governing international marches, the away team is supposed to train at the time the game will be kicking off. And the game kicks off at 4 p.m. on Friday. So Madagascar will be training at the time the game will be kicking off between Ghana and Madagascar. Chris Hutton and his charges will train at 5 p.m. and uh, he will go for a press conference at 5.30 p.m., where we expect him to answer questions as to why the likes of Kamaldin Suleimana and Abdul Mumin uh, did not turn up for the tie against Madagascar. The Dental team will leave the country right after the game on Friday and fly to Comoros uh, on uh, Saturday, where they will be playing the second game of the World Cup qualifiers on uh, next week, uh, on July, on June, uh, I said June, <laughs> November 21 where the game will be happening. That is next week, Tuesday. We appreciate your time. You can head on to myjoyonline.com and read some more sports stories. Thanks very much for your time.
Thanks, Shekhar was making headlines elsewhere. Israel says it's just attacked the Gaza house of Ismail Haniyeh, widely considered as the overall Hamas leader. It says the house was being used as a Hamas meeting place. Meanwhile, Palestinian media say around 50 people were killed by an airstrike in the central Gaza Strip. Israel has dropped leaflets in the south of Gaza, warning people in four towns to find safety. On Wednesday night, Israel continued its operation at the Al-Shifa Hospital in Gaza City, which it says was being used as Hamas base. And on Thursday morning, Palestinian Islamic Jihad said it was still fighting Israeli forces near the site. Israel began striking Gaza after Hamas October 7 attacks in which 1,200 people were killed and the hostages were taken. The Hamas-run health ministry says more than 11,500 people have been killed in Gaza since then. That does it for World News. Up next is Showbiz. Time now for showbiz, and Pastor Joe Beecham has launched the second edition of his concert, Yonda, at the Victory Bible Church in Aoshi. Speaking to my colleague, Ibi, Pastor Joe also explains why he named the covert Yoda, concert Yoda, and also speaks on the artist on the bill. Listen. Yonda is um, an English word. It means beyond. It's similar to beyond. It's the same as beyond. Yonder. So in Genesis 22, 5, Abraham told the servants when he got to the mountain where he was going to make the sacrifice to God, he said, you wait here. I and the Lord will go yonder to worship and we will return to you. How does it relate to the concerts you're doing and why this name? Yes. Um, thank you. Um, I see a lot of concerts Musical shows, ministered in many of them by the grace of God. I ask myself, the experience we have when we go to such places, is that all? Is that something that we haven't encountered yet? You know, as a spiritual person, I keep asking God, God, have we had enough of you? And as I wrap up the showbiz news, that's how we wrap up the bulletin. Also, this afternoon, log on to myjohnline.com. There's more of the news and updates of all the developing stories. My name is Aisha Ibrahim. Do enjoy the rest of our programs.